Thank you. Thank you for your service. Well, it's appropriate. It's kind of fitting that uh, as we enter week nine in our series, Don't Be Afraid of the Ghost, that today we're going to talk about war. Did a little uh, investigation. Currently, the United States has over one million men and women available for active duty. Uh, and, and again, there are lots of ways there's available, but over 1 million and over 200,000 stationed overseas. We have troops deployed in hot spots like Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, and even in African countries like Somalia. The United States military has troops in Japan, South Korea, Germany, Italy, Kuwait, Qatar, Italy, and actually, there's over a hundred countries where we have troops who are stationed and deployed. Over 100 different countries around the globe. This morning, I want to talk and focus on war, but a little different kind of soldiering. Today, we're going to talk about a war that we're in that's harder to see. It's, it's difficult to see with the naked eye, but I would argue, give me your eyes, it's just as dangerous and just as deadly as any war being fought today around the world. Just as dangerous, just as deadly. We're talking today about the war within. And maybe you didn't realize that if you're a follower of Jesus Christ here today, there is literally a battle raging on the inside of every follower of Jesus Christ. It's the war between the old sinful, selfish flesh versus the new life of Jesus and his Holy Spirit inside of you. That's the battle. It's real. It's intense. And it oftentimes proves very dangerous and deadly. Our flesh is that part of us, even after we know Jesus, that song we just sang, we're prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. That's why that line resonates, because we understand there's a part of us that, yeah, I love Jesus, and I'm devoted to Christ, but there's still a part of me that wants to chase after sin. There, there's a part of all of us that still is after and desiring those old selfish desires within. It's, it's a tug of war. And literally, it's, it's that real. Uh, a tug of war inside us, a daily battle for control of our lives. It's a wrestling match. Maybe you, you will relate better than tug of war. It's a wrestling match. And every day, who's going to win? Who's going to be in charge? Is it going to be the Jesus and his spirit alive in you? Uh, is, is the Holy Spirit going to control and fill you? Or is it going to be old, sinful, selfish Jeff? Or old, sinful, selfish you, and you're chasing after the temptations and the little pet sins that have become a part of the pattern of your life. Where are you going to go? Who's going to win? Am I going to be connected to Jesus, or am I going to be disconnected from Jesus 
and walk according to the sinful, selfish, old nature. Most of us, Lord willing, will never have to be a soldier fighting a country that's at war with us. I, I pray that that's true, that none of us ever have to face and, and, and be against an enemy who's wanting to literally kill us. But here's what you need to understand. Give me your eyes. All of us here today, if you know Jesus personally, you're at war. Maybe you didn't even realize it, but whether you like it or not, the reality is we're at war. And there's, there's this tug of war, there's this fight, there's this war within us, and, and, it's, and it's intense, and it's fierce, and it's hard. We're in Galatians chapter 5 this morning. If you have your Bible, locate Galatians chapter 5 or grab your phone and locate Galatians chapter 5 where we are detailed here about this war within. The old sinful nature that fights against the daily Holy Spirit taking charge of our life. To successfully stay filled with the Holy Spirit, we're going to have to pay attention to the war within. And frankly, some of us, we didn't even know it. I, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of this battle. I didn't know this fight was going on. That's why we have God's book. That's why he wrote it for us, so we, we would be informed. Would you stand with me, if you're able? Galatians chapter 5, we'll start in verse 16. We'll read down through verse 21. And again, note, this is all about the war the battle that every one of us is waging. Let's read. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit... You're not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Lord, I, I believe that you gave us this section of your book to warn us, to make us aware that we are indeed at war. There's a fight going on. And it's between our old sinful, selfish natures, Lord, and our new life in your Son, Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit. I believe, Lord, that Satan really wants us to ignore this war going on. I am convinced he does everything he can to keep us from paying attention to this battle raging on the inside. So, Lord, I'm praying that your book and your spirit would break through to each and every person here today. Help us to be alerted to the urgency 
of what's going on. Lord, I pray that you help us not only to understand what your book says, but Lord, would you open the eyes of our hearts and minds and wills to see how we're doing in this battle? Show us your plan for victory. Show us how we can win this battle that rages inside of each of your children here today. Lord, we just acknowledge it's been a long week. Lots has happened, and as we come running in, it's good to sing to you. It's good to worship you in song. But Lord, we just want to pause for just a moment. We invite you to show us if if there's sin that we've been a part of and we've not yet taken it to the cross, maybe we've been ignoring it, maybe we've been excusing it, maybe we've been blaming somebody else for it, Lord, but would you point that out right now? We want to be ready to hear from you and to do business with you. So make yourself clear what you call sin Make that obvious to us right now. And we're not going to ignore it and excuse it and blame any longer. We're going to do the U-turn, Lord, and we're going to run to the cross. (laughs) And we are blessed people. Every one of us who know your son personally, on the day of salvation, you marked our accounts paid in full by the shed blood of the Lamb. Every sin that we've ever committed in the past, every sin that we will commit in the future, that account's already been taken care of by your shed blood. So right now, Lord, we're going to draw on that account and we're going to write the check of confession. What you're making clear, we call it sin. Would you please wash and cleanse and purify mouths that have said words that never should have come out of our mouth, eyes that have looked upon things we shouldn't have been gazing at, minds that had thoughts, ideas, attitudes, motives that you call sin. We're going to place it all underneath the shed blood. Write that check. All the church family at Walloon Lake said with one unified voice, you can be seated. Galatians 5.16 is huge. So look once again, 5.16 Galatians, it's key. It says, walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. It's a command. It's in the imperative mode. It's in the present tense, and it's a continuous idea. In other words, don't just walk by the Spirit, but present tense today, keep walking and stay continuously walking in the Spirit. Very similar to Ephesians 5.18 that we spent three weeks on. Be filled with the Spirit. Same kind of verb. It's present tense continuous command. Be filled and keep on staying filled with the Spirit. Look again, 516, walk and keep walking and stay walking daily, present tense, continuously walk 
and live by the Holy Spirit. Command to each and every follower of Jesus Christ. Church at Galatia, church at Walloon, uh, make it a daily habit to live by the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Step by step, hour by hour, day by day, week by week, walking with the Holy Spirit alive and controlling our lives. Let me say something, okay? This is huge. That's the secret of the successful and fruitful and victorious Christian life. You wonder, how can I have success? How can I stay filled with fruit? How can I live in victory as a follower of Jesus Christ? Here's what it says. Walk by the Spirit. And present tense, do it now and keep on walking by the Spirit. It's a daily, continuous command, secret to the Christian life. And you're saying, okay, that's, that's pretty clear. That's, that's, that's understandable. So what's the problem? What's the rub? What keeps us from doing this? What keeps us from obeying the command? Go back to verse 16. Here's the problem. It says, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. That word gratify is kind of interesting. It says, don't gratify, don't feed, don't give in to the appetites and the cravings of our old, sinful, selfish natures. Just understand something. We're not free from that old, sinful, selfish nature till we're with Jesus face to face in glory. I wish when we came to Christ, uh, that old, sinful, selfish nature was eradicated. That's great. That's called heaven. That's called face-to-face, new heaven, new earth with Jesus. This side of glory, we're still stuck with an old, sinful, selfish nature. Go back to verse 16. Look at the command. Quit feeding. Quit gratifying the appetites the cravings of your old, sinful, selfish natures. Quit doing it. See the dogs? Somebody said, uh, why did you pick a pit bull? Because in me, that old, sinful, flesh dog, it's a pit bull. Now, maybe some of you have a little chihuahua, Lord bless you. Okay, I wasn't blessed. My old, sinful, selfish nature is a pit bull. And, and it's saying here, uh, which of these dogs is going to win the fight? Is it going to be the flesh dog or the Holy Spirit dog? And you know the answer is? Which dog are you feeding regularly? Which dog are you taking best care of? Which dog are you protecting? Which dog are, are you gratifying and watching over? That's which dog is going to be strongest and most powerful in our lives. You want to know why a lot of us are losing the war within? Give me your eyes. Because we're feeding the flesh dog. And our flesh is a 200-pound Rottweiler and is rested and is well-fed. And the spirit dog is a little 7-pound anorexic puppy that rarely gets any food. 
And then we wonder, why isn't our little seven-pound puppy whooping on the 200-pound Rottweiler? Verse 16, stay connected to the vine, stay full of the Holy Spirit, and quit gratifying, quit feeding your sinful passions and your old pet sins. Verse 17. Verse 17. He continues, For the flesh desires what's contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict. They're at war with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. Follower of Jesus, we're not just free to do whatever we feel like. Well, I'm, I got my ticket to heaven, got my fire insurance, I can live however I want. No, you're not to live however you want. Yeah, I do have a flesh, but I also have the new Jesus in me. I'm born again. And in this wrestling match going on inside of us, our job is to allow the Holy Spirit to rule and reign. Our job is to allow the spirit dog within us to grow and get strong, to stay connected to Jesus, to stay full of his presence and his power. The old flesh is bent on chasing after sinful temptations in this fallen world. And here's what's interesting. Probably what tempts you doesn't tempt me. And the person next to you, what they're chasing after and the fruit of the flesh there, there's 15 of them. Uh, some of them you say, yuck. And others, of you say, and others of them you look at and you say, now that's a tough one for me. And, and that would be different than perhaps the person sitting next to you. But, but we all are bent. We have a bent towards sin still in us. And it's kind of like this giant here. You see it? Yeah. And, and, he's got, and he's got on his shoulder what? That's kind of a... Uh, a stereotype, can I just tell you? It's true. <laughs> you have the old man in you whispering, come on, it's going to be fun. Everybody else is doing it. You're missing out. And, and no one will know that you did that. And here, here's the good lie, are you ready? And it won't matter because even if you go ahead and just let it rip, Jesus will forgive you, right? Go for it. We have a part of us that whispers lies. And then there's, on the other shoulder, the Holy Spirit in you saying, you've been down this road a thousand times before, Jeff. And every time you get at the end of the road, you say, it wasn't worth it. Costs way too much. I, I feel awful and sad. And, and why don't I do it God's way this time? Say, no, thank you. I've been down that road again and again and again. And it always ends poorly. I'm not going to do it that way anymore. Jesus will bless our obedience. Do you understand that? Here's what you need to understand. You and I aren't the first ones to struggle with this. Go with me to Romans chapter 7, okay? Romans chapter 7. I want to show you that even the great apostle Paul, and I say that very, very strongly, I think he was likely the greatest, if not one of the greatest, Followers of Jesus ever. Fierce, strong, intelligent, determined. Here's what he said about the battle about himself. Verse 15, Romans 7. He says, I do not understand what I do. Think about that. That's Paul, talking about Paul. 
For what I want to do, I don't do. (laughs) But what I hate to do, and, and if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. It's pointing out sin. As it is, it's no longer I myself who do it, but who's behind this battle? Who, what does he say? Who does he point? What's, what's the problem? But it is what? Sin living where? I still got this problem with sin. The Apostle Paul writes. Slide down to verse 24. He continues. <laughs> what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that's subject to death? I'm, I'm in trouble. Because I've got this old, sinful, selfish nature and it's leading me to do and say and be involved in things I don't want any part of. But now we turn a corner, verse 25, you ready? But thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. (laughs) There is a deliverer. There is an answer. Go on, chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, love this verse, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Why not? Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who gives life, has set you and me free from the law of sin and death. The spiritual giant the Apostle Paul wrestled and battled with is the one we do. It's the war on the inside. Paul says... I battle that just like you all battle it. And he says, it's the Holy Spirit, Romans 8, verse 2, inside of me that has set me free. The power source to set us free is the Holy Spirit filling and controlling our lives, being led by the Spirit. Be led by the Holy Spirit who delivers us and sets us free. You know that tug of war going on? That, that wrestling match? How do we get victory? It's the Holy Spirit that gives us victory. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us be victorious and fruitful in, in this war that we face. Verse 18, Galatians 5. Summary statement here. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. What does that mean? But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the rules, the regulations, the religious system that points out sin. The Old Testament law was great. It it showed sin very well, but it gave no power for victory over sin. Do you understand? Rules and regulations, the law can point out sin quite well, but it gives no victory over the old sinful, selfish flesh. A lot of folks in church, give me your eyes, here's our plan. Well, I'm going to be nice, and I'm going to be moral, and I'm going to grip my teeth, and I'm going to do really good, and I'm going to adhere to these rules and these regulations and this religious system, and we think we're going to get victory by good works. Short-term, You might get away with it for a while, but you know if you're victorious by your own efforts, what does that bring? Pride. Look at me. (laughs) I'm a good person. I'm nice. I'm moral. So short term, even if you're a little victorious short term, it brings pride. 
But here's what you need to know. Long term, we're all like Paul said, what a wretched man I am. And we give in and we cave in and we're back uh, allowing the old sinful, selfish nature to work and rule and reign. We don't get victory by self-effort. Victory only comes by walking and being led by the Holy Spirit. So uh, let, me, let me just put it up, put it up there, that, that little uh, chart, uh, this little diagram, if you will. This kind of diagrams what we just talked about, Galatians chapter 5. Uh, understand on the one side you have God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, God the Holy Spirit, and, and they're calling us, come on, do it our way, align your life, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and then there's some really good fruit and then you'll notice on the other side, what is it? You have the flesh, that's our old sinful selfish flesh, works in conjunction with Satan and his demonic team. And oh, by the way, they also control this fallen sinful world. And they're working with all of their ingenuity to give in to the temptations that, that we just naturally want to chase after. Do you understand? That's, that's the two places that we're going, um, and when we give in to what our old flesh and Satan and the fallen world uh, calls us to, to participate in, then we have the fruit of the flesh. And uh, you'll see verses 19 to 21. We're going to look at this some more next week. We're going to get real specific. What are those all about? Uh, but anyway, that starts hanging on your life. And some of us are saying, why do I have all of this going to the fruit of the flesh? Clint, yeah, the works of the flesh. See those, those 15? Why is this hanging from my, why is this garbage continually fo following me around? Well, why am I not doing better? What's the secret to victory? How do I get victory in this war within? I'm going to close by looking at two verses, okay? Um, go back up and uh, look where it says, verse 16, so I say, walk by the Spirit and you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. Walk by the Spirit and you won't gratify the desire. Quit feeding and nourishing the old dog, the old sinful nature. Let me get specific. Quit feasting on YouTube videos that are taking you to places where a follower of Jesus doesn't belong. And I get it. There's a lot of fun stuff on YouTube. Give me your eyes. There's a lot of garbage. <laughs> There's a lot of manure. There's a lot of humor that takes your head. There's a lot of videos that are just contain content. It shouldn't be in our brain. Quit feeding your old nature. You're watching stuff on a daily basis, and, and then you wonder why. Quit watching Game of Thrones. Quit playing video games hour after hour that are full of gore and death and the demonic. I, I just happened to, to look at the top 50 video games, and there were about five that didn't have death or sex or demonic elements in them. So there are some good ones. Go for it. But here's the problem. They weren't even the top ones. No, 
the, the gore, the demonic, the, the sexual. And I'm just telling you, some of us, we're just spending hours and hours and hours feeding the old dog, and then we're wondering why we're struggling. Quit allowing in your brain music that glamorizes sex outside of marriage. And I'm happy to report that's not just one style, okay? We'll just, we're listening. Everywhere we go, we got music, and it's coming into our, and it's feeding us. Quit listening to music that glamorizes getting drunk and getting high and doing foolish things. Well, it's just music. It's just words. No, no, that you're feeding the old dog. You're feeding your old nature, and, and then you wonder why you're not getting victory. Why is that old dog so much stronger than the spirit dog inside of me? Think about it. 8, 10, 12 hours a day, we're allowing into our lives all sorts of garbage that feeds the old dog. And then, but Pastor Jeff, I go to church, so one hour a week or one hour every other Sunday for some of us, uh, I get the spirit dog fed, but then I got 8, 10, 12 hours every day. Is it any wonder why, why that old fleshly nature is so big and strong? Why am I surprised that the fruit of the flesh keeps hanging on my life? Slide down to verse 24. Quit feeding, quit taking care of that old dog. Now it gets a little stronger, verse 24. He says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the old sinful flesh. That's stronger, wouldn't you agree? So don't, don't just quit feeding it. Now I'm saying uh, actually put it to death. Kill it. Kill those pockets that keep flooding into my life and my mind and my brain. Can I just say, look at me. I'm going to look at each of you, hopefully. We're at war. This is war, and most of us are losing. We're not doing well in this war. Lots more fruit of the flesh in most of our lives than fruit of the Spirit. So it's time to kill some of those pockets, those influences. How many of you have a Facebook account? Can I see your hands? Facebook, Facebook. Anybody up in the balcony? How about Instagram? How many of you got Instagram? Okay, not as many. Good. Uh, how many of you uh, have Twitter? You're, you're Twitter people, okay? How many of you are Snapchatty people? Can I see your hands? Yeah, okay. Uh, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Some of the people who are your friends or your followers, and you're following them and they're following you. Listen closely. Uh, some of the stuff that they're saying, some of the images that they're sending you a lot, some of the words that they're speaking are just profane. Some of those images, I don't need to be looking uh, at that picture. I don't need to be consuming this video that they think is funny and yet it's just feeding the old dog. Are you ready? How, how do we put that to death? You, you hit the old delete button, okay? It's time for some of us to get a little serious and we're, we're in there and we're consuming it hour and we're wondering where's all this coming from? It's from your friends. 
Might I suggest that a real friend wouldn't send you garbage? Well, here's a nice little packet of manure because you're my friend. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to flush it. I'm going to delete it. I'm not going to have... Oh, no. What What will they say? Well, probably they won't notice, but if they do, then it opens up a great opportunity. You know... I got this old dog in me, and I got this new dog. And and honestly, some of the things you're saying, some of the pictures you're sending, some of the videos, some of the way you're talking, I don't need that in my life. I love you, but I I don't need it. I'm going to delete. Some of you have apps on your phone, give me your eyes, that honestly, every time you go on that app, it takes you places you don't belong. It says, no. Followers of Jesus, you don't just get to live however you want. We don't just get to have whatever kind of app we want if that app is feeding the old dog and causing us to have the fruit of the flesh hang on our lives. I'm going to say it again. You need to delete some of those apps. You just need to get rid of it. Uh, Unfriend, delete. Um, the channels on your television that are leading you astray, get on the phone this afternoon, okay? Mr. Charter Spectrum, I'm sorry, but I don't need these channels anymore. Uh, Mr. Dish, uh, Miss Direct TV, whoever you are, I don't need this garbage flooding in my life. Or if you're a parent, we sure don't need it in our family's life. We're getting rid of that. We're going to take strong action. You see, we're passive. We're passive, and we assume, well, I'm going to be victorious, just, you know, kind of la, 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 la. No, it's act- action is called. If you're going to kill something, that's active. Would you not agree? Romans 13, 14, quit making provision for the desires of the flesh. Quit making room in your life for the desires. Quit feeding the flesh. What's wrong with you? Kill it. Take action. Passiveness is not working. It's not a strategy in war. Theologian, Puritan, I I commend him to you. His name is John Owen. Here's, Here's what he said. Be killing sin or it will be killing you. Be killing sin or it will be killing you. You want to say it? I think it would be good for you to get it on your hard drive. Be killing sin or it will be killing me. Yeah. So let me ask you as we close. Are you actively killing sin? Are you actively on the lookout, deleting, uh, unfriending, excuse me, I don't need that music in my mind, uh, marinating in there? Or is the truth, is sin killing and destroying you? It's either one way or the other. Which is true for you? Bow your heads. Shut your eyes. And I would encourage you right now, would you uh, be so bold as to invite the Lord to show you what's true for you right now? What's going on? Am I actively killing pockets of sin, influences that are feeding my old sinful, selfish nature? (laughs) Or am I far too passive 
and I'm getting killed and creamed spiritually by sin. Would you speak, Lord? Would you speak to us right now? We're listening. We need to hear from you. I wonder how many of you would say, you know, it's pretty clear. The Lord's knocking pretty hard on the door to my, my life, my heart. And that old sinful, selfish nature of mine, that old dog, has gotten pretty strong. Been gratifying it, feeding it, and taking really good care of it. Little or no killing going on. Lord, that needs to change. And you're talking to me today. And I just want you to know, you're talking, and I'm hearing. Anybody lift up your hand and say, Lord, you're talking to me. Anybody? Just, Lord, just want you to know, you're talking to me today. Yep. Are there others? Yeah. When you're talking about this war that I'm in, a little too passive, Not active enough. I'm not actively doing what needs to be done to crucify and kill it. Anybody in the balcony? You're talking to me, Lord. Talking to me. Yeah. There's a reason why God's plan for today is church. Because we need the church family. And the reality is every one of us are prone to wander. Lord, we feel it. We're prone to leave the one we love. And we need the family to love us, to pray for us, to to watch over, to uh, help us in our challenges, in our times of need. So right now I'd like to invite up church leaders. Come on up right now. And the reality is, some of us here today, we're not doing well. We're losing the battle. We're getting creamed. And you need the church family to pray for you, to pray with you. James talks about confessing your sins. You need to maybe come up and say, I'm really struggling with this area. Would you pray for me? Pray over me? We'll even anoint you with oil. It says if you're sick... And I would argue some of this, this has become a major spiritual sickness. Anoint me with oil and ask that I might get well. Pastor Jeff, this, this is strong. This is bold, absolutely. The war is not subtle. The war that we fight, the war within, it's literally for life and death. We've got folks here. You can find somebody that you're comfortable with. I'd invite you. Even right now, you can make your way up. I'm going to humble myself. And you say, well, humble yourself? That's hard. Yep, it is. But here's the promise. Every time it says humble yourself, the Lord says, and then I'm going to lift you up. Victory comes as you humble yourself. This would be an amazing first step for many of you to get victory. So here's the challenge. Come on. 
Got folks here. They're here for you. Andy, you ready to sing a little? We'll uh, sing a, a song, and while we're singing, you come on down. We're going to pray that this battle within, that, that the Holy Spirit begins to win, that we quit gratifying and we start crucifying that old nature. You can stand. Let's sing this uh, song as we conclude our time. Come on down. <laughs>